This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Promises Behavioral Health. If you're struggling through the pains of alcohol or drug addiction or a mental health disorder, now is the time to seek the help that you need. Let this be an opportunity to get back on track and get back to finding the real you. You're not alone and Promises Behavioral Health is here for you and they can help. We've worked with Promises for years. We know their teams personally. We have great relationships with them. And most importantly, we trust Promises and so can you. To learn more about Promises treatment options near you, for you, or your loved one, here's what you can do. Go to promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash soberguy. That's promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash soberguy. Or you can just pick up the phone and call 888-205-1890. That's 888-205-1890. Tell them that you heard about them from that Sober Guy podcast. This morning and every morning on the way to the gym, I drink a no carbs company. NoCo, as it's also known by the can, is a beverage packed with BCAs, that's branched chain amino acid, vitamins, and 180 milligrams of caffeine. It's sugar-free. It tastes amazing. I'm actually drinking a peach-flavored NoCo right now. NoCo is made with green tea extract and four different vitamins and is now available in five delicious flavors. They have Lemon Del Sol, Miami, Caribbean, Tropical, and Peach. All NoCo BCA products are carbonated, sugar-free, and low-calorie. Serving size is one can, so it's just 12 ounces. It's not too much. And they also have caffeine-free options in Apple and Caribbean. For more information or to order a case of NOCO, that's No Carbs Company, go to www.nocco.com and pick up your favorite No Carbs Company drink today. That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Rammer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. Today we're going to be talking about five tips to avoid burnout. Five tips to avoid burnout. Yes, burnout is real. And I'm not talking about smoking a fat one behind the shed and getting burned out. talking about being tired, exhausted, burnout from work. Doing life, paying bills, trying to stay sober, trying to be a parent, a father, a husband, a friend, just trying to do life, man. It can get overwhelming at times with commitments and all the things life throws our way. So I know I've been feeling a little bit of that recently, and I know for me, one of the best things to do is talk about stuff. So that's why we're going to talk about it today. Before we do that, you can find all of our resources. You can get our free 10-day 10, 10 guide to help jumpstart your life without alcohol. Our 30-day Quit Drinking Dude Challenge. You can join our Sober Guy men's group, men's crew there. You can find more podcast meetings, all kinds of resources. You can get all that by going to thatsoberguy.com. It's www.thatsoberguy.com. We'll put all the links in the show notes for you today. You can follow us on Instagram at that sober guy Podcast. Give us a follow there. And if you don't mind leaving us a five-star review on iTunes, that would be amazing. We'd love to see some new reviews pop up on there. Good to be here with you today. Burnout, five tips 
to avoid burnout? What does that look like? Well, first of all, how, how are you doing? Are you feeling burned out? Are you feeling tired? You know, we get to, uh, we get to a point sometimes in life and trying to cut things out of our life, addictions, alcohol, drugs, food, health overall, just trying to stay fit as we age in this time things change and and man sometimes we just feel overwhelmed and we can we can feel burned out and tired and uh i'd experienced that a little bit the last uh the last week or two even the last few weeks i i think i've just been a little bit overwhelmed with commitments and uh just life in general and and what's funny is i don't want to sound like i'm complaining uh, because I don't mean it to sound like I'm complaining or ungrateful or or bitching about anything. I'm so tired. Like it's not like that. It's it's just um it's just a feeling of of uh, of of a lot. I don't even know how else to describe it. Just a lot of things going on, a lot of life stuff, and I think part of the solution to that for me is slowing down a little bit. And so, how do you do that when you have commitments? When you have work, if you have a business, if you have um, time where you got to be a dad, where, well, let me, let me rephrase that time where you get to be a dad time where I get to be a father, a husband, a worker, an entrepreneur, um, somebody who enjoys doing things besides just the mundane things in life, like extracurricular stuff, like coaching or fitness or um, trying new things. How do you do all of this stuff and not get burned out by it and still have the desire to grow and learn and uh, remain teachable and and kind of hopefully continue to level up throughout this life spiritually emotionally physically um, how do we do that without feeling without feeling burned out and I think that's where some of these thoughts and some of this um, you know this experience that I'd like to share a little bit with you today comes from and uh, so I figured I, I I mapped out five quick tips to avoiding burnout. What were the five things that I kind of felt like were having an effect on me? And I didn't take a whole lot of notes on these. I just kind of bullet pointed them out, and I figured I'd I'd kind of freestyle and really share my heart in in honesty and on the spot uh, type of uh, uh, type of communication here. I guess if we're going to put it in some corporate terms. Um, so what are those five points? Um, the first one is commitments. And I've already mentioned that a couple of times. What commitments do you have that are non-negotiables right now? What do those look like? And when I went down, you know, I probably should have listed out all of the, the different commitments, but I can, I can definitely point out some of the ones right off the top of my, top of my head here. Um, the podcast is a commitment. That's first you know, that's the first one that comes to mind. I'm recording it right now. Um, it's something that I enjoy to do and I've committed to do it weekly, uh, for myself, for you guys out there who listen. And so that's a commitment. It, it serves a lot of purpose in my own, um, you know, state of mind, I think, and just helping to stay grounded and connected. And hopefully it serves a purpose, uh, for you guys out there who are listening, it helps you get through a day. It helps you relate to something. You hear something that uh, makes sense to you from uh, from a guest or from something that I share. So that commitment is uh, is something that's important to me, and that's that's one of them. Another one is coaching baseball, coaching softball. You've heard me talk about uh, uh, quite a bit about that in the last uh, the last few 
um, podcast in the last few months since that started. And it's also something I enjoy to do. Um, you know, I enjoy being with my son. I enjoy being with my, my daughter. I enjoy coaching the other kids and trying to, um, teach them not just about the game, but just about, you know, winning and losing and trying to be a better human being and be being supportive and encouraging at the same time. So that's a commitment that I took on. Uh, another commitment um, is uh, is is work. I mean, just in general, I, I'm committed to the work that I do, whether that's through Sober Guy or whether that's through the um, the corporate uh, nine to five that I that I do. The, I have a communication platform on that of podcasting and media and communication. So, um, you know, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekends, between both of those, day and night. Uh, early morning and late night sometimes just depending on how the day goes like I'm committed to that those are commitments that I have that I've made I have deadlines I have things that I need to get done and and I hope while I'm saying this you're relating to some of this because I, I would assume that whether it's um, you know uh, extracurricular stuff like coaching or uh, even if it's just work and that's it I think we you know most of us have that in common where we have those commitments during the week that we that we have to get done at least with work or if we own a business we're an entrepreneur or we're a business owner we have those things that are non-negotiables you know sometimes we flex and we can move them around scheduling wise and stuff but those are certain commitments that we take on some some other ones uh for me um our meetings you know we have our clubhouse meeting uh we have our sober guy meeting on the locals platform on wednesdays mondays is the is the sober guy or i'm sorry the clubhouse meeting wednesdays is the sober guy uh men's group on locals um, I have my mastermind group meeting on early Thursday mornings. And prior to that, right before that, I meet with my mentor and my sponsor, buddy. You know, we, we meet in the mornings and um, sprinkle in other meetings in there back to the work thing. I'm in, you know, consistent meetings throughout the week. And then, you know, the weekends come and you got games and you got um birthdays and events and uh man there's there's just so you you can hear i think you kind of get the point right now i'm not trying to list out how busy i am and how important i am either so let me just be up front with that i'm i'm honestly sharing uh, and it's good for me to get this stuff out too and i hope you have the ability uh, yourself to start taking a, a honest look at what that commitment schedule looks like for you because i overlook it i just do it i've just been doing it for months now especially since we moved into the new place and kind of got settled in here and um man i've just been going and i don't think i've reflected enough on all of the things that that i'm committed to and what's funny is none of them are bad i i love every single one of them every every single commitment that i have right now has a special place there's a reason i'm committed to it there's a reason i enjoy to do it there's a reason i show up to it because I think it serves a purpose for other people and it serves a purpose for myself and my family at the same time. And I enjoy being there. But it wasn't until I, I in the last few weeks, really started to take a look at this um, and realized how it was starting to make me feel burnt out. I was starting to feel some of the burnout in that. And um, so for me, as, as much fun as the season in baseball and, and softball has been uh, it's actually coming to an end here just uh, at the end of the month we're going to have our final parties and then that chapter for this year will be closed 
And so those are a couple of the commitments that are going to be coming to an end. And even though I really enjoy them, they were just amazing. They've been amazing the last couple of months. Um, I am looking forward to to a little bit of a break and getting some of those um, those commitments off of my plate for right now. And they'll come back again. I'll probably coach again next season. I may even coach some fall ball or something coming up. But for right now, you know that break is there. There's an end in sight there. So that does give me a little bit of release to, or a relief to kind of press on and go hard for these next couple of weeks. You know, two weeks or so. And, um, and really enjoy it and really just put my last um, bit of effort into it without feeling that burnout, knowing that there's a break ahead. So what are you committed to? What are some of the things? List some of those things out. And if you, if you have things that aren't important or that might need to be looked at again, if they're long-term commitments, short-term commitments, what are those things? Are they making you feel burnt out? But be careful at the same time if they're important commitments that really are serving a purpose in growth and um, and being able to not drink too. I mean, that's a huge one. Not go back to those old ways, those old lifestyles. Those commitments are important. And sometimes we do feel a little burnt out on them. And it's okay to take a break some weeks if we need to say, hey, I'm not going to make it this week. I'm just feeling tired. You know, I had to, I had to take a nap you know, just because I was so damn tired recently. Like I got up early, I got some work done and I was like, dude, and I can't tell you when the last time I did that was, but I was just feeling, feeling it. I was tired physically, mentally, and I I needed to take a nap and, and, and refocus. And that felt good. It wasn't, it was like an hour and a half and it, it helped big time. So what are those commitments to you? That's the first tip on avoiding burnout. What do those look like? And are they important? Are there commitments that aren't as important that aren't as important that maybe that you can cut out or put off or delay, or maybe you just need to cancel them out altogether, you know, or just take a look back and take a little break at that. Um, that's that's one big thing. Number two is uh, is diet. What is the what does diet look like? What does your food intake look like? Um, I I truly am, am learning a whole lot from Jess, so I should I need to have Jess on the podcast again. We're going to do that. I mentioned that to her today because I want her to share some of her experience and story going through um, that, you know, she had a, a, a stomach infection and infection inside of her, her gut or stomach. And it really affected um, her just what she could eat. She literally couldn't eat anything and um, it was affecting her health. She was in and out of the doctor trying to figure out what it was. She started working with a, um, a holistic nutritionist recently, a friend of ours, Christina Pan, and uh, who's amazing, by the way, he's showed her a lot of different things and started to work some things uh, out with her. And um, so she's been on this new kind of path herself of, you know, cutting so much out of her diet. And that's had a huge effect on her energy. She's still going through some, she's kind of on the latter end of it now, but it's still, it's still, there's still some difficult days, but it's taught me, it's taught the kids too, to really look at what we're eating. What are we putting in our body? What is on the label of a package? What added sugars are in there? We talked about added sugars briefly on the mastermind group this morning. And, uh, it's an interesting concept when you really start to dive into what fuel we're putting in our bodies. Are we eating for pleasure? Are we eating? Because take alcohol, take food. It's the same concept. We can use food. We can use shopping. You can go down the list of things we could use to fill a void if we're, um, if we're not fit 
spiritually, mentally, physically, you know, and, and diet plays a huge part in that. So I would say burnout can also come from not being healthy, from not eating. And I'm not saying you got to eat perfect either. I don't, I had a bowl of ice cream the other night. Like it was great, but I'm not doing that every single night. You know, and I used to, I used to do cake. I, I mean, I was like a sweet tooth junkie and I still, I like sweets. Don't get me wrong, but I'm really becoming more conscious of, of what I'm putting in my body. And what's, what I'm noticing happening is although I enjoy the taste of like certain foods, even in and out burgers, one of my favorite spots, but I've avoided it for quite a few weeks now because I love it. It's so good. But if I eat it too much, it number one, it's not good for me to eat it all the time. And number two, I feel like shit afterwards. I don't feel good if I put, um, and not that In-N-Out is, that's probably one of the better fast food or, you know, type of, it's, it's actually the only place I really eat out at that's fast food anymore. But um, it's, if I'm doing that too often, if I'm putting other crappy foods, sugary foods in my body, pizza is another terrible one, man. I love pizza. Don't get me wrong. I love some round table. There's a place called Pietro's out here. That's a local spot. That's amazing. Their, their pizza is so good, authentic Italian food and man, pastas. And I love all that, but it just destroys my stomach these days. I can't do it. And that, that diet, that food coupled with, um, stress and, and commitments going back to that. Like if I'm not putting good fuel in my body, that will definitely lead me to a shitty attitude, to feeling bad about myself. My confidence level goes down, um, you know, and I'm 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 feeling burned out. I'm feeling tired, lethargic, and with my schedule and the things that I enjoy to do, I can't feel like that. So every time I go to eat something now, I really question: How is this going to make me feel afterwards? Is this going to make me feel slow? Is it going to make me feel lethargic? Is it going to make me feel like crap? And, um, that has really been helping, um, to, to, to take an honest look at what I'm putting in my body, uh, you know, food wise. And so diet's a big thing. Take a look at that. What are you putting in your body? How's your diet? How does it look? And I don't want you to feel either like if you're, if your diet is not great right now, don't beat yourself up over it. That's not, it, that's not the intention of this. The intention of this is to take an honest look and go, okay, where can I make these small changes at? Where can I make, you know, how can I, I, okay. So for instance, for me, like I mentioned, I like to eat dessert, right? Like I was literally eating in the winter time. Cause that's all I always struggle in the winter time. It's cold. I always say I put my winter coat on. I'm probably not outside, you know, getting as much exercise as I would be during the spring or summertime. And so I tend to eat more around the holidays. It was like dessert was like every night, five, six, seven days a week sometimes. So the example I'm, I'm giving here is like, let's say even right now you're dealing, that's an issue or that's, it's something similar to that where, or you eat, you know, fast food or, or in and out or something four or five days a week the small things we can start to do to change that are just cutting back or portion sizes. So if you're eating dessert, you know, every night of the week during the week, and then on Saturdays, there's a party and like, you know, and you're going to eat dessert too and pig out on the grub that's there. Like, man, my brother-in-law had a taco guy at, at, uh, his, uh, his, uh, birthday party. And my, uh, the other brother-in-law had one at his son's birthday party too. And so they come, they cook tacos, quesadillas, dude, I crushed like, 
nine tacos, two quesadillas, and just got after it. And damn, it was good. But I felt like dog shit afterwards. I was so full and I was like, dude, I'm not doing that again. So point being that, and that was on a weekend, that was a Saturday and I had done pretty good during the week. And so I kind of gave myself that pass. I'm just going to crush some, some tacos on the weekend, but you know, try something like that. Cut back on the Monday through Friday. Maybe you only have dessert on, you know, two days that week. And then on Saturday, if you got a party or you're going to do, or you're going to watch a game and you want to cook some good food, have some snacks and do it like that. We can make those incremental um, changes a little bit at a time because this has taken me time and it's going to continue to, I'm going to continue out to practice and, and do work at this. Um, so commitments, diet, commitments, number one, diet, number two, once again, we're talking about five tips to avoid burnout. Number three, exercise. What kind of exercise are you getting? Are you getting any? And exercise can also be part of the burnout. I get that part too. I feel like that sometimes. And that's why I hired my buddy Trent recently to program me workouts so I can maximize my time. 30 minutes, be in and out. I don't have to even question what I'm doing. It's already scheduled for me. Those are the types of things that I'm trying to work on now to get better. So I don't feel like exercise was such a big part of the burnout because a month ago I was starting to feel like that. I was just finishing up a strong lifts program. The weight was getting heavier. It was starting to take me about an hour to get through my workout with a warm up and like cool down afterwards. So I, I didn't want to hurt myself. And so that time started to feel like, like I was, um, like it was just, it was just too much. It was, it was feeling like a chore to get to the gym and to work out and to do something. And so exercise should not feel like that. It should be something that we enjoy to do. And it doesn't have to be an hour or two hours at the gym. And here's a great example of that. After dinner, try to walk for 15 minutes. Start there. Okay. Um, I've been walking a lot at nighttime. And I love it. I've been calling them my night walks. And I actually walk a little longer than that 30, 45 minutes. And you know, that's just, I enjoy that time um, to kind of cool down. It helps me sleep a little better. It helps the food digest whatever I had for dinner. And I'm getting some exercise, some movement in, uh, in the evening time. You can do that in the morning too. Like I got a morning one in this morning on our mastermind group call. I just walked and and talked and listened. And so what does that exercise look like? How can you fit in exercise so it doesn't feel overwhelming, so you feel burnout? Um, you can, but you just have to be creative about it. And you got to understand that just because, like for me, like I'm like, oh, if I don't get an hour long in, I didn't do shit. Like that's kind of my mindset sometimes. And I have to be careful with that. I don't need to do that. I can go to the gym and get in 30 minutes. Like yesterday we got interrupted. I took cash with me. And we, we were doing uh, some box jumps and um, some uh, uh, knee to elbows and just some, some other ab stuff. And it was like a 10 minute workout. And I, I just barely finished it when we got thrown out of the gym because Cash is too young to, <laughs> to be in the weight. We shouldn't we get thrown out of the gym, but she was like, he can't be in here. He's too young. I'm like, dude, come on. For real, that's a whole nother story. Anyways, but yeah, we said, okay, hey, no problem. And we got our stuff and then we changed and went and jumped in the pool. But um, it, so I got a 10 minute workout in yesterday. Okay, and then when I got home later at night, I put the kids to bed, I got a walk in too, like after everything was done. Um, so it doesn't always have to be, my point is this big elaborate thing, just do something. Exercise is gonna help. 
as long as it's not feeling like an extra thing that is part of the burnout. If it is, maybe you just need to take a break. You know, if you're going to the gym like hard and not so lot, take a break and maybe get a, a quick 15 minute walk in when you first wake up before work or after dinner. Grab your your grab your lady, you know, grab uh, grab your family if the, if everyone wants to come and it's such a great opportunity to sit and talk, uh, you know, with your kids, with your spouse, have that family time together. It's huge. And, and you get some exercise in. So number four, work. Kind of mentioned this in commitments, but work is is a, a big one for many of us dudes. We start feeling burnout because of work. Um, we're working overtime. We have responsibilities. We got food to put on the table. We got bills to pay. You know, we got businesses we're growing. Um, we have, you know, we, we just have so much going on. We have deadlines to meet. We have projects we got to get done. I mean, go down the list of everyone's situation. It kind of covers all of them there. But we got to work. We got to work. Most of us, at least. You know, we have something that, and hopefully you enjoy somewhat of the work that you do, you know, to, to some extent. Um, and that can be overwhelming at times. It can definitely, man, I've had work burnout no doubt, or especially with sober guy, especially with the corporate work I do, where it's just like, good Lord, like I'm just, I'm just kind of tired of this right now. Like I've had days where, uh, and this wasn't even too long ago. I came, I got up in the morning. I was just feeling just slow. I sat down, I got, you know, got dressed, got some coffee, sat down at the, at my desk. And I was just like, you know what? I can't fathom the fact of staring at this dumb computer screen for eight hours today. I'm not doing shit. And I just took the day off <laughs> and didn't, I don't know what I did. Probably went to the gym and probably just like chilled, watched some baseball, you know, but I just, I needed that day because I was just like, Oh man, I was feeling so just burnt out and that's okay. Like I allow myself that because I know if I don't do that, it only carries over to the next day and the next day. And then before you know it, I'm not worth crap because I'm just, I'm gone. Like my mind's gone. My energy's gone. You know, all of it is just, I'm not at my peak performance level. And so to be at that peak performance level, I need to be conscious of all of this stuff and, and, um, and really ask myself and know my body, know my mind. I need to communicate about it. And I need to, um, you know, I need to express it. Like I expressed it on, on the mastermind call with my, with my guys this morning, you know, we're all, homies. Some of us have known each other for, you know, 20, 30 years and we all hold each other accountable and we keep each other in check and, and support each other too. And I had to tell him, I said, Hey, you know what? We were talking about something and it was my turn to chime in. And I just said like, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, it's not that I'm not enthusiastic or excited about this. Like, here's kind of my quick take I'm, I'm in, but like, Hey, if you, if you hear that in my voice that I'm not feeling so pumped up, it's just, I'm just tired, man. I just, I think I need to to rest a little bit, just feeling a little burnout, you know? And so just getting that out and expressing it and letting it out to somebody else, to my group, that helped a lot. Just, just in letting it go, not holding on to it inside. So it's another important tip. And we talk about all of this stuff, like whether it's our drinking or whether it's just being tired and burnt out and feeling overwhelmed, like we got to talk about that stuff. That's where the power is at. That's where some of the, um, uh, the, the healing or some of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I just keep wanting to say refreshing, but I, I don't know, but you get the point. 
Like that's, that's where that comes in and we start to feel a little bit like a relief. That's the word I was looking for. We get a little relief there when, when we talk about it, when we open up. So let's get to the last one here. The first one, commitments. Number two, diet. Number three, exercise. Number four, work. Um, and once again, we're talking about five tips to avoid burnout. And number five, I, I put this at number five because I think it's the most over, or I'm sorry, underrated one. And it definitely is for me is sleep. How much are you sleeping? If you're anything like me, like I, I, I love sleep, but I hate it at the same time because like, I feel like I have too much stuff to, to do and like there's stuff I want to do. And so I'm going to try to be up early and then like, I'll try to stay up as late as I can sometimes to, if I got anything to do or just to relax too. Like last night, Jess and I stayed up watching some weird ass show, which I, which we never do. It's called Candy. I don't know if anyone's seen that on Hulu. Crazy show. Man, the the cinematography, the shots, like the vibe, the psychological effect that they that they were able to um like portray and 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 really blast out to the viewers like watching it. Man, it was really strong and heavy. And so man, I had some weird dreams last night. Didn't sleep well. Just weird. It's like so. Be careful, like what you're putting in to your mind. And like I said, we never do that. We're usually watching like Modern Family, or I'm watching a, a, a Angels game, or uh, some some baseball, or something light. You know, Shark Tank. We watch Shark Tank a lot. Something that's not light. If we do watch anything, you know, before we go to bed, and um, try to have those screen that screen time off you know, within at least an hour before we go to bed. That's why I like walking and then coming in and getting, uh, getting my, uh, I was going to say my pajamas. Let me get my pajamas on. I don't really have pajamas. I just realized I'm not running around in a dinosaur onesie, but that might be kind of cool. I've always wanted to get the one on Clark or that Clark has on Christmas vacation, the dinosaur jammy. So maybe I'll have to get those, but I like, I like that taking a walk, getting in, putting my shorts on, getting into bed, chilling out. And, um, so I'm just listening cause Jess is just getting home. I was wondering if she's going to open up the door here. I don't think so. So what does the sleep look like for you? Like, what does that entail? Is it, is it something that, um, you're not getting enough of? Do you sleep too much? I know for me, I, I don't sleep nearly enough. We should definitely be getting like seven hours in, um, if, if possible. And it's like me, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking that, Oh, man, I can roll on five. I can roll on five hours. I'll be good. And then dude, I can do that for, for a little bit, but it catches up to me. And when I start feeling tired, I start feeling irritated. I'm not once again at the top of my game and it's really tough to operate when I, when I'm not refreshed and have gotten plenty of sleep of good sleep too. You know, so, and there's a lot of things I think that fall into that sleep category too. Like, what are you doing before bed? Are you getting, do you walk? Do you, yeah, do you have some prayer time? Do you read a book? Um, you know, hopefully we're not on our phones right before bed. That's something I've been trying to get better at. Um, you know, at least an hour before like shutting that thing down and, and not being on it because that blue light and that screen, it really affects our, our nervous system in, in our brains and it can, just really mess your sleep patterns up. I know it's done that to me before I could feel it. And so just trying to be conscious of that and trying to get in bed at a decent hour and trying to get, man, at least six, like I got to get at least six hours of sleep. I try to be a real, a realist. I know that our days are long right now. We got a lot going on. 
Um, you know, but if I can get at least six and then man, if I can work seven in there, uh, you know, especially try to catch up a little bit on the weekend, then that's something that is super important and it's definitely going to help with burnout. So those are my five tips to avoid burnout. Uh, I hope you got something out of those. Hope something spoke to you today. Uh, if there's anything I can help with, whether it's a meeting, uh, you want to get connected in our sober guy men's crew on locals, uh, you can reach out and find all of our resources at that sober Thank you. And share the podcast with a friend, leave us a review on iTunes. Once again, connect with us on Instagram at that sober guy podcast. Love you guys. Peace, love and respect. Keep your blood clean.